0: You are listening to Off the Cuff. Now, here's your host, Adam Banks.
1: Welcome, everybody, to Off the Cuff. I am Adam Banks coming at you live from Lexington, Kentucky. Thank you for listening to the show, and thank you for tuning in to WLXU 93.9 FM. In addition to listening to us on the radio, you can check out our Facebook live stream at Off the Cuff with Adam Banks, or you can download the WLXU app on your smartphone device to listen anywhere in the entire country. And you could also stream the episode from the Radiolex.com us website that's radiolex.us amber turner is in the studio with me as she always is amber how are you doing this wonderful cold thursday adam
0: i finished my finals today
1: it is finals week for a lot of universities a lot of people are taking finals And it's that time of year. Yes. It is
0: It is the most
1: stressful time of the year. Amber, no, I disagree. It is the most wonderful time of the year. Well. It is is Christmas time, and I I see that we still have the Christmas lights behind me looking very festive. You do. On the Facebook Live. We got an exciting show today. I'm very excited about the show. I know we advertised on the show that we were going to have an in-person guest. Justin Harris was supposed to be here. Unfortunately, he wrote me this morning and said he wasn't going to be able to make it. So uh doesn't mean we're not going to have a good show. It's going to be a great show, Ember, because it's
0: going to be just the two of us again. It is.
1: And we are going to be giving away on the show a $25 Visa gift card to Walmart for those who liked the Facebook post on Off the Cuff that I posted earlier this week. So you probably saw a post from me on Monday, Tuesday, somewhere around there. I think we posted it on Sunday. On Sunday. Yep. And it was a $25 Walmart Visa card and I said all you have to do is share, like and share, share, like and comment on the photo and your name will be Entered into the drawing that I'm going to draw, maybe
0: on the second segment of the show. Okay, so maybe we could do it on the fourth and give some some new people a chance if they want to go on there. Ooh, so there are you saying that we still should give them? You know what? I've got a couple of slips of paper left that are that blank. Can, that are blank.
1: Okay, that's, yeah, that's what. I, okay, so maybe we'll wait. Yeah, to the end of the show, and if we get any, will you keep an eye on it for I'll me? I'll keep an eye. Okay, good. You keep an eye on it for me. If we, if you want to have your name in the drawing for the twenty five dollar free Visa gift card, you can do that by going to facebook dot com slash off the cuff with Adam Banks and like, share, and comment on the photo. It's going to be a gift card giveaway. Happy holidays, Merry Christmas, everyone. Amber. I know it's radio, people can't see me, I got a new haircut, what do you think?
0: You know, uh, we were talking about it yesterday, guys, because he always keeps me in the loop on what's going on. I think he doesn't like that element of surprise he sees on my face. Uh, It's actually not that bad. Okay. It's not that bad. I, you know, I prefer you with longer hair, but I understand you got to be clean cut, Adam Bank. Sometimes, yeah, you're clean cut. Sometimes
1: I do got to be clean cut. Sometimes, you do. sometimes television can be a little strict.
0: Uh, you know. But
1: speaking of television, well, actually, it's not speaking of television. Speaking of radio, okay, the medium that I love so dear, Amber. I don't know if you've been uh, having your radio locked to ninety three point nine W L X U because if you have, or if you haven't, you're missing out. on on the best promo that's ever been created for Off the Cuff. Oh! There's a new winter promo that's uh, sweeping the Lexington airwaves. I was going to say the, sweeping the globe, but that would be <laughs> hey, that that Hey, that ain't, I ain't pushing it. So I'm going to give everybody who hasn't heard it yet a chance to listen to Off the Cuff's winter promo. Take a listen. everybody. I'm Adam Banks, and I'm the host of Off the Cuff. If you enjoy real, raw, authentic talk radio, this is the show for you. Listen live every Thursday afternoon from 4 to 5 right here on Radio Lex WLXU 93.9 LPFM Lexington, Kentucky. Absolutely love, love, love I'm digging it. it. Yeah, I dig it, too. Amber... We officially, here in Kentucky, we have a new governor. Andy Bashir was sworn into office Monday, December 10th, and there's already controversy. Oh, man. Right even... I mean, Matt Bevin... <sighs>
0: you know, he knew how to go out in style. What
1: a man. So... Uh, not he he's petty petty Very. At, petty at his finest. So he only gave uh, Governor Andy Beshear two hours to move into his home. He let him move in. He didn't give him access to the governor's mansion until 10 p.m. And you know the governor gets sworn in at midnight. Yeah. So he only gave him ten. He only gave him two hours to get his family settled in uh, in order to get ready for the inauguration. That's hardly ever been done. I don't know if it's ever been done because. Paul Patton was yeah. really irritated about it. Former Governor Paul Patton. Yeah. So, Paul Patton said when he was sworn in in 1995, Burtonton Jones moved out of the governor's mansion the weekend before and turned the building over to him two days before he would take the oath of office. And he says when Patton left office eight years later, he said he vacated the mansion and turned it over to Governor-elect Ernie Fletcher Friday, four days before his inauguration. Four years ago, Steve Bashir when he left, yeah. he turned the mansion over to Matt Bevin... Two weeks before the inauguration, and Matt Bevan turned it over two hours before the inauguration.
0: Well, I mean salty is Matt bevan's middle name. So. salty
1: is Matt bevan's middle name, so his wife Andy Bashir's wife was uh, very vocal about and uh, about Matt bevan's pettiness. He said uh, she gave an eye roll, and she said that uh, uh, she says when asked uh, when it says when his wife was asked. Uh, about uh, if... I don't know what it says here. It says, Bashir's wife was more blunt when... I asked whether Bevan was giving the Bashirs the mansion in time to have a s- celebratory meal. She rolled her eyes and said no. And that was from the Lexington Herald.
0: Well, she's a much bigger lady than I am because I wouldn't have just rolled my eyes. I think <laughs> I would have had a couple of birds fly.
1: <laughs> yep, I mean, it's pettiness at its best. But Andy Bashir, he's in office officially. He's the new governor here in Kentucky. I wish him well. I hope he does well. He's got, already a, lot great, already got a lot of great ideas. Are you seeing change? We are
0: already seeing change. Are you, are, uh, we've had some changes. Uh, change in the educational board already today.
1: Well, he education is supposed to be his number one driving force. He also vowed to restore voting rights to more than 100,000 people convicted of felonies. He announced that on Tuesday during his inaugural address. Uh, His dad did the same thing that uh, Bevin did, Steve Bashir He said the same thing when he got into office, but Matt Bevin, he uh, overturned that. And oh. now Bashir's brought it back. but yes, Andy Bashir is the new governor, but there's something that every governor gets to do before they leave office. Amber, and you know what that is? I'm, I'm I don't. they get to pardon prisoners. okay and Matt Bevin has made a splash already in pardoning prisoner, prisoners and he's making controversy because he's made some questionable decisions on who to pardon. now pardon means you. Let someone out of prison who's yeah. been convicted, charged, convicted, and they could even be put on death row. They can be in there for 40, 50
0: years sentenced. But a governor can overturn that and let them out, let them free, let them walk free. Isn't that what the movies are always based on? They're always waiting on that last second phone call from the governor. From the governor,
1: always, yeah.
0: Thank you, Matt Bevan, for, you know... Before they go to the
1: chair. I know what you're saying. Yeah, Before for, they go to the electric that. chair. Before these prisoners go to the electric chair, they're hoping that the governor calls them. But, yes, when I think of pardon, I think of letting people out of prison who possibly was, uh, well, who, without a shadow of a doubt, was wrongly convicted.
0: Yeah, definitely um, wrongly convicted people. I-, I think people.
1: also people maybe who was put in prison for 20, 30 years over a little bit of pot. Yeah. I think they need to be let go. And for that matter, really drugs? in general i think they should be pardoned
0: no well, to a certain certain degree i'll certain agree certain degrees i mean but but honestly for the most part
1: yeah when you are pardoning when you're pardoning people who have taken another person's life i don't think that should be a person you pardon. No. And that's exactly what he's done. So I've made just a couple of notes on some of the people that he's pardoned so far. Um, I've picked five in particular. Patrick Brian Baker was convicted in 2017 of reckless homicide, robbery, impersonating a peace officer, and tampering with physical evidence. Baker was one of the five people charged in the violent home invasion that happened in May of 2014 in in the scalp community, resulting in the death of Donald Mills, so uh, he is now uh, been released because he was the guy who was uh, who was found out in court of pulling the trigger, killing this man. And pre- he pretended to be a police officer. He busted into this person's home and c- killed him in cold blood. Murder. He's now walking the streets free. Well. He's walking the streets free. Daniel Grubb's another guy. He was convicted in 2010 of murder and tampering with physical evidence in the death of Jeremy Johnson. Police say Grubb killed Johnson and they buried the body following an argument over pills and money. The former governor's pardon states that no greater degree of justice or rehabilitation will be gained by extending Daniel Grubb's time in prison. There will, there will however, be negative impacts of others, not the least of whom's Daniel's son, Chase. So he's saying he let this guy out because he's got a son to raise. Well, he should have thought of that before. Before he, uh, before he killed somebody, before he killed somebody, Brett Whitaker is another guy who was convicted on an assault charge out of Madison County in twenty uh, or two thousand six, an assault charge. Okay, I mean, I can, I can maybe see where he considered an assault charge, but let, let's look at and see what happens here. He said Bevan's order states that while there is no possible sentence that can atone for what he's lost. During his time of reincarnation, Whitaker has transformed his life spiritually, emotionally, and psychologically. Uh, Blake Walker, convicted in Adair County of murdering his parents in 2002. And Bevan said that he states, He can't capture my full thought process as I have weighed the decision on how to handle communication and pardon. Uh, he further states that Walker committed a crime for which only God can provide true forgiveness. Okay, and then Kurt Smith, he also pardoned, and uh, he was found guilty of the murder. And the death of a uh, of his six week old son.
0: And you know, I actually, did you read the details regarding that? No. Um, when the medical examiner actually was examining the, this this beautiful baby, mm-hmm. um, you know, when when a child's first born, their your skull's not fully fused. Yeah. They said that this baby had so much swelling on its brain that it had protruded its bones by almost two inches. Yeah. So that wasn't just a mistake. Bevan, I I would love to have him come
1: on the show and explain to our listeners, explain to me and make it make sense to me why he let these individuals out, why he decided to let these in particular murderers out who murdered people in cold blood. Because I know that times passed and these and these people uh have have coped with it for the most part, but well they, he still doesn't deserve freedom You for know, these people.
0: I've done my own reading because, you know, I was looking through, and, you know, I've never experienced a loss of someone being taken away from me by somebody else, but what I have experienced is sexual assault, and Micah Schottel, I really don't care to say his name right, um, he was convicted last year um, of sexual assault on a 9-year-old girl, and he was actually sentenced to 23 years, Yeah, and he's going to get out. He was just sentenced last year. Bevin let him out? Yes. Matt Bevin, if you're
1: listening... Oh, there's already been a bunch of people. I heard a woman from this first gentleman that I mentioned. I believe it was from the case of... Uh, what was the the first guy he he pardoned? What was his name? Uh, it was uh, Patrick Baker. Yeah. The family was really irritated with that. They they told Matt Bevin he could rot in hell.
0: Uh, well, I mean, it's like I've seen... Uh, I'm disgusted. People were not even consulted. Some of the prosecuting attorneys weren't even consulted about the cases. Yeah. You know, and... And honestly, I just picked up on a few of them because, Adam, I got so upset that I had to stop and have a conversation with God. Yeah. Because I could not, for the life of me, understand... I understand that people make mistakes. Yeah. I I get that. I I, I am not a mistake-free human being, and I'll never claim to be, but I have never beaten my six-week-old child. Yeah. I have never... Actually, Kathy Harless. That was another one that I found very interesting. She gave birth at a flea market. And instead of you know giving her child up, because you can do that, safe haven, um, she threw it into a cesspool. Wow. And the baby died. Mm-hmm. And she's going to get a get out. Yeah. Whereas that child didn't even have a fighting chance so, of life. So
1: Bevan pardoned her.
0: Yes. So what gets me is these people that Bevan
1: are pardoned... that he's pardon, given pardon to are murders, people who are killing babies, people who are killing their parents. This is a gross miscarriage of justice. What about letting out the potheads heads that, you know, got sentenced no, 15 they, years? They need to stay 25 years. They got sentenced 15 years for having a joint on him. What about those guys? What about the guys maybe even who got who had a harsh punishment on them for getting locked up for maybe a uh, possession of cocaine. Okay, I can understand those pardons, but pardon par- giving pardon to someone who took another person's life, uh, especially children. I mean, yep. anybody for that matter. It's, uh, it's ridiculous. It's ridiculous.
0: I would say it would be a different story if it were someone in his family. Alright, ladies and gentlemen, we
1: gotta take our first commercial break. Stick with us. We got more after these words. I
0: still see your shadows in my room Can't take back the love Welcome
1: back, everybody, to Off the Cuff. Adam Banks here with you. Amber is also in the studio with me. What you're hearing, folks, is Juice World Lucid Dreams. Great song. But unfortunately, I play this because Jared Higgins, who aka Juice World, has passed away. He died after reportedly suffering a seizure early Sunday at Chicago's Midway Airport just one week after his 21st birthday. Though the initial autopsy was inclusive, TMZ reported that he swallowed several unknown pills before authorities searched his and his team's bags. Police reportedly found 70 pounds of marijuana, three firearms, and six bottles of prescription codeine cough syrup on his private jet. I didn't know people were still doing codeine cough syrup. What do they call that? Um,
0: is that a... Will Wayne drinks it. Oh, purple drink? They call it purple drink, yes. I can't believe I said it like purple drink. Uh, Purple drink. I just I'm so curious as to what 70 pounds of marijuana would look like. <laughs> Purple drink. There's
1: it's also called lean. That's mm. what they call it, lean. Or is that also sizzurp? C- yeah. But I'm guessing that uh, he we well, tried to swallow all of this drugs. He tried to ingest everything so he wouldn't get busted by the police. And yes. that's what I'm assuming happened.
0: Um, the pilots of the private the Gulfstream um, aircraft that they were on reported to the Chicago PD that they were going to be landing. They were going to have drugs and they were going to have you know weapons on board. And um, I think they they were kind of tipped off so when the police actually came on board the you know the little jet airliner um he started to go ahead and try to eliminate some of what i guess they could catch him with i wish he wouldn't have done that i, know. I mean full of full of uh, life 21 talent, years full old of full of talent
1: full of life yeah he was a good singer he was actually a rapper who could sing and yep. he did a really good job he he won, he just won New Artist of the Year at the Billboard Awards. Yep. Had, he had his entire life ahead of him. And it's just unfortunate that he made a bad decision. He didn't intend to kill himself. He didn't intend to have that seizure. And that seizure was something he probably would have never had had he not ingested all them drugs. And let me just say this to anybody. It's not worth. If you get pulled over by the police and you got drugs on you, just take take your charge and take your punishment like a man or a woman, <laughs> thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> because it's not worth swallowing. It's uh, not worth dying. Drugs and dying. Because now Juice World is dead. He don't have to worry about prison because he's dead. Yep. He don't have to worry about doing probation because he's dead. I, it reminds me of a story. I. I saw a story of a guy who tried to hide marijuana from the police, so he swallowed the baggie of marijuana in it, and it got stuck in his throat. Yeah. And he was dead within 60 seconds. And he tried to tell the police, hey, I can't breathe. And the police tried to help him try to get the weed out of his throat because they realized he couldn't breathe, but he died. It's just not worth it. Quit trying to hide it, conceal it, because when, they're going to find it. Their cops yep. are going to find it. So just go ahead. You're caught. You're busted. Take your punishment. Don't try to hide it because it's not worth killing yourself no, over. No, it's absolutely not worth losing your life. It's not. Very sad to hear about the death of Juice World, But it was also very sad, Amber, to hear about the death of a child legend. Big Bird.
0: Aww. Big Bird. That made me really sad, The bird actually.
1: himself didn't die, but the... Famous puppeteer, Carol Spinney, he was the actor who portrayed Big Bird. And, and uh, he also portrayed one of my favorite characters uh, other than Big Bird. what He portrayed Oscar the Grouch. Yep. He played both of those uh, characters. Iconic characters that he portrayed. Think about having a legacy left behind like that man did.
0: I mean, it, it kind of... I think we're starting to realize how many positive influences we had. You know, we we talked last week on the show. We went and watched A Beautiful Day in the Neighborhood. And unfortunately, now here we are speaking, you know, of of the passing of... I'm going to say another man who gave just as much light to the world, you know, definitely not as much as Mr. Rogers, but was definitely a a very, very positive influence on myself, and I'm sure you, and every other person in our generation. Quite
1: possibly just as much as Mr. Rogers. I mean, he he was a—Big Bird, the character of Big Bird was a sweet, innocent, curious— kind childlike bird very and and he portrayed it uh, flawlessly and and he inspired millions and millions of children Without ever showing his face, and that in itself is just spectacular. Uh, the Sesame Street Workshop said Spinney had died at home in Connecticut and that he had long lived with dystonia, a disorder that causes involuntary muscle contractions. I couldn't think of anything worse than just your muscles doing whatever. Yeah. Because my eye was twitching the other day, and that was driving me crazy. Well, just my eye twitching. <laughs> <laughs> absolutely driving me crazy um, he's been doing the character of Big bird and Oscar the Grouch since 1969 big bird the costume was an eight foot tall costume and Spinny was only five foot ten so he used his hand to move the mouth oh wow so when he put the costume on it only came up so far probably to like big bird's stomach and then he used his hand he used his hand to, That's cool. to open the mouth of uh, big bird okay Amber how is the Facebook looking on the picture, because I'm getting a little antsy, and I think, it's kind of like...
0: Don't get antsy in your pantsy. Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm getting a little antsy, and
1: it's kind of like Christmas, how I can't wait to go ahead and just let people open their gifts. Well, we've definitely had a couple of
0: new entries. Okay.
1: Um, did, let me, you, did you write their names I've got down? them. Okay. Got them. Well, I'm ready to draw.
0: I don't know about You're you. You're ready to draw already? Don't you think we should draw? I think we should give it till 445.
1: Okay. It's because of Amber that these new... People can enter into this competition. So go to slash off the cup with Adam Banks, like, share, and comment on the $25 gift card picture.
0: Make sure you throw me a comment so I can see you, because if I'm not friends with you, I can't see the share.
1: Yeah, you got to do all three like, share, and comment, and you'll win a $25 Visa gift card to Walmart. And right around Christmas time, you can give that to somebody, or you could go out and buy a couple gifts for people for Christmas. Exactly. $25, you can buy a bunch of little those little $5 knickknacks that you can buy.
0: I like knickknacks.
1: You can. But since it is Christmas time, and speaking of Christmas, we're going to take Off the Cuff's Song of the Break. (laughs) We're going to take Off the Cuff's Song of the Week break. Ladies and gentlemen, so sit back, enjoy a nice cup of hot cocoa right by the fire, and listen to Off the Cuff's Song of the Week all alone for Christmas. Candy on the show thread. She says, "If you draw my name, just so we're clear, it's Bevins, not Bevan.
0: <laughs> okay, I like that. Actually, it was pretty
1: good. <laughs> I wish we could give you a gift card for that comment. Candy. Yes. Wish we could give you a gift card. Uh, but Christmas time is almost here. I can't believe it. Amber, have you got your shopping almost done?
0: Um, I have the bulk of it done. Enough to to feel okay. Okay. Good. Uh, well, the better question is, Banks, do you have all yours done? <laughs> I've got a good portion
1: of it done. Yeah. There's still a lot of important people that I still need to buy for. So.
0: I love that you actually make sure that you you actually put thought into your gifts. I appreciate that. <laughs> uh, thank you. I, yeah. try, I try. I do try. I do, but next
1: week, ladies and gentlemen, will be our Christmas slash New Year's show. So make sure you tune in for that. We'll have a special guest in studio. That's going to be debuting some new Christmas music off his album. His name's Will Muse. So check out his. Uh, inst- you can check out his Instagram, Will Muse. He'll be. He's a great ta- artist.
0: Absolutely one of the most talented individuals I have um, had the pleasure of knowing in a long time. Yeah, he's
1: going to be in studio with us next week. Uh, we're going to be playing some Christmas music. We're going to be. Talking Talking about the new year. We're going to be reflecting not just on the year, but the decade because a year is not just ending, it's a decade. So don't miss that show next week. Same time, same place, 93.9 WLXU. You thought I was going to forget it for a second.
0: Well, I was like, I don't know what he's doing right now. We have a
1: whole nother half hour of the show to go, ladies and gentlemen. So stick with us right after these words. We'll be back. It's
0: the most wonderful time.
1: Welcome back, everybody, to Off the Cuff. Adam Banks here with you. Amber is also in the studio with me. Amber, I forgot to mention, Yeah. speaking of Off the Cuff's Facebook page, we had a great week in the world of Off the Cuff because we have surpassed our Goal of a 1,000 people on the Facebook page. Oh, yeah, Because we, we were hoping to get to a 1,000 people before Christmas, and now we're at 1,600 people. So thank you to all of the new likes on the Facebook page. Let me tell you something. Uh, for those of you guys who are just now joining the party, for those of you guys who are just now tuning in to Off the Cuff, I just want to say welcome to the party. Welcome to the family. We're always welcoming in new listeners, and I hope that this is a show that entertains you because it is my mission to entertain you every single time that we're on the air. But... Both of us do, Amber and I both, we really do appreciate it. It means a lot to think about where the show started and where it's at now. It just, it really just blows my mind. I try not to even think about it. So it just, I, I just let me just say thank you 1600 times. Thank you very much. It means the world to me. Amber. Game shows they're not on like they used to be. You know, used to there was game shows galore. Yeah. You know, they had the matching game, they had uh what's some the uh, They had the Newlywed game. Uh, what was the one with the whammy? I don't know. Double whammy. They, I, I liked that I order. do remember that, but you don't see many anymore. I think he got prices right, which happy birthday, by the way, to Bob Barker. Yes.
0: How old is he? 196? 100, I think he's
1: 105. <laughs> I think you were being too mean there. He's, I think he's 105 I think years he, old. He
0: really is, what, like, 90, he turned 96 yeah. today? 96
1: years yeah. old. Very, I mean, I'm happy to see Bob Barker still kicking it, Bob Barker still living. He's a, he's a national treasure. And uh, but bar Barker you, so you got the prices right you got Wheel of Fortune, you got Jeopardy, you got uh, is that it really game shows that are on let's make a deal
0: yeah um honestly i don't I don't watch a lot of live television now, so those are really the only ones I know
1: yeah so you have let's see Bobby on the th- on the show thread says press your luck for whammy game. So I loved the whammy game. That was that was the so it did exist. Push your luck is the whammy game. It says yeah. Oh, so push your luck is the whammy game. Okay, okay, that's what it is. Okay. Push your luck. I
0: always thought I it was knew. push your buttons, but maybe not. Oh, I thought it was called whammy. I think I just enjoyed saying whammy as a kid.
1: Well, game shows, they're not on TV like they used to be, but Wheel of Fortune is a game that's still on the air. Wheel of Fortune is a game, it's almost prime time. It's 7 o'clock, and it's been on the air forever, since 1975, as a matter of fact. And for the first time in all of those years, Vanna White hosted by herself Wheel of Fortune. Wow! She hosted, you know... Vanna White is the famous letter-turner. She's the probably luckiest woman in the entire world. Luckiest woman in the entire job force. I mean, she makes... And it's going to make you sick to your stomach when I tell you how much she makes. She makes 4 million dollars a year just flipping letters. That's fine. Well, that's she don't, fine. She don't even have to flip them anymore. Amber now all she has to do is touch, touch them. Touch them. Yeah. That's all she's. Put got to put her
0: hand on the screen. That's all
1: she's got to do. is just put her hand on the screen like <laughs> Peter Popoff tells everybody <laughs> on those uh, on those televangelist commercials. <laughs> And and she makes four million dollars a year. Now that's nothing compared to Pat Sajak's fifteen million a year. But Pat Sajak, let's be honest, does a lot more than Vanna White.
0: Yeah, he's the face of it. Well, well, honestly, she is too. They're, they're so. both they're
1: both the face of it. I mean, I don't feel sorry for her for getting paid four million dollars no. a year doing what she does. And it just kind of showed after she hosted how. Because, did you watch it? Did you watch any of the shows that she hosted? I did not. Okay, she appeared to be very, very nervous. She, she, Okay, so I I watched it. She appeared to be very nervous. Okay. And uh, she had to look down at her cue cards a couple of times during the rounds. And she occasionally made a lot of pauses reading the cue cards. And and before she announced what the actual puzzle was, it it wasn't as crisp as what you're seeing Pat Sajak on the air doing it as. But... It made me realize, like, how insignificant Vanna White is because after thirty-something years, she still didn't know what she was doing.
0: No, I sympathize with her. I really do. It would be like ten years from now. I have to step over there and I have to take, you know, the big control of a mic. I would still be petrified. It, you, you and I have been doing this for a while now, and radio is not a new game for me now. You know, I feel like I'm a seasoned vet, <laughs> and I would still be petrified. And it's not the fact that she was nervous about doing it; it's the fact that she did not. I what. I would assume she did not want to let Pat down because I know that's exactly how I would feel. I would not want to let you down.
1: Yeah, when she was asked to host, she said she was shocked. She said she just thought that they would replace Pat Sajak with a temporary host. But they said, no, no, now is the time, more than ever, for you to do it. And I think it went flawlessly. I think people took it easy on her because they know that she has never done that role before. Yeah. Why is my—there's buzzing in my ear. I don't know if there's like— it's probably... It's not me. It is. Move that phone it's away from the mic.
0: Guys, he's already starting I, I on me. Somebody I don't, save me. I don't understand it.
1: Yeah, it's... Victor's even behind you telling you, look. He's telling you to
0: move <laughs> your... He's telling
1: you to move your phone, Victor. He can hear it.
0: Victor, is it my phone making the noise?
1: Yes, it is. No, it's not. Absolutely, it is.
0: Look at these gentlemen ganging up on me today. It is. I'm
1: so glad. I'm so glad that he that he confronted you. Thank you, Victor. No, our he producer was. over there. Uh, yes, thank you very much. Put that phone away. I'm used to saying that to my students anyway. But anyway, Amber, I have some fun Will of Fortune facts for you. Okay, fun Will of Fortune facts. Uh, so. Vanna White uh, gets paid $4 million a year. Pat Sajak, 15 I told you that. Yeah. The wheel on Wheel of Fortune weighs 2,400 pounds. There's only one wheel, too. You would think that wheel, they have a travel wheel when they go on all these vacations. No, yeah. they have to, every time they go on the road, they have to take the wheel down, wow. pack it up, and unpack it. It's a big, heavy gown, or a big, heavy wheel. Yeah. Uh, Vanna White has worn... Fifty-seven hundred gowns, and never wore the same one twice. Fifty-seven hundred gowns, over fifty-seven hundred gowns. Wow! And never worn the same, never worn the same one twice. Okay. Uh, so, let's see. Oh, this is really the kicker. This is really something that's really gonna, really not make you feel bad for Vanna White making four million a year. Okay. Her and Pat Sajak, mm-hmm. they only. Work thirty five days a year. What they only work thirty five days a year. So so they, she
0: makes four million dollars for thirty five. Like I, I messed up somewhere in so, life. So
1: what is that per hour? <laughs> <laughs> in that time, they record six shows and then bank them for release throughout the weeks. And they at the end they have a total of thirty five. Or at the end they they do uh, they do a whole season's worth
0: in thirty five days. Thirty
1: five days. Well, I'm sure those were some long days though. Mm-hmm. That was would definitely be some long days. So, if you want to check out Vanna White, you can do that by going to CBS. Uh, it's a syndicated show, isn't it? Isn't yeah. it like on any channel? Just depending on your affiliate. I think it. I think it's just depending on where you are. Yeah, your affiliate. So she's going to be hosting the next three weeks. Minnie Mouse. Uh, took vanna white spot turning the letters in week one uh mickey mouse is doing week two and some surprise guest is doing week three maybe it'll be you Yeah, i can't take it anymore amber i am ready to draw the name of for the gift card all I, right I, I can't take it anymore okay I, i'm ready to tell our listeners who is the winner of the 25 five dollar visa gift card so do you have i do all right i'm shaking them up the red solo cup yeah shake it shake it big it Shake it, shake it, shake it. All right. Should we, do, should we play that? What's that one song? Shake it like a Polaroid picture. picture. I was just
0: hoping you weren't going to make me do a drum roll again because I just don't think I've done very good on that.
1: <laughs> I think you did. All right. Will you get me a drum roll,
0: please? Oh, uh, yeah.
1: All right. Ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> that's a horrible drum well,
0: roll. Well, I'm one-handed right now. Okay. I've, okay. Got,
1: I've got the winner in my hand, so go ahead and give me the drum roll. Put the Facebook Live (laughs) right back in front of me. And the winner, ladies and gentlemen, of the... Let me wait for the drum roll. Well, ladies and gentlemen, the winner of the $25 Visa gift card to Walmart goes to... Heather Green. Whoa! Heather Green, congratulations. Whoa. You are a winner of a $25 Visa gift card to Walmart. Congratulations. Amber will be in contact with you via Facebook. Facebook to give you your $25 Visa gift card. But folks, guess what? Next week, we're doing this again. Yep. Ember, we have a $25 gift card from where? Uh, local Taco. Local Taco. If you've never been to Local Taco, it's delicious. We're yes. going to be giving away a $25 gift card. Would
0: be great if you're here in town watching a UK game.
1: So, Close to Rupp. Yes. And uh, we are going to be... Same rules apply. We're going to post a picture of the gift card. You get on there. You like. You share. You comment on the picture. And we will put your name in the drawing. Bobby says, well, we lost again, Spencer.
0: <laughs> well, now Heather only has two days uh, to go ahead and claim her gift card. So if Heather doesn't claim it, we will re- I'll make Adam redraw.
1: <laughs> exactly. Absolutely. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to take our last commercial break, and we will be right back with our last segment here on Off the Cove. Welcome back, everybody, to Off the Cuff. Adam Banks here with you. Amber is also in the studio with me. Last segment of the hour. I appreciate everybody tuning in to Off the Cuff. And welcome to our new listeners to the show. Appreciate you joining us. Amber, we talked about Matt Bevin and all of his pardons that he did in yeah. prison. Yeah. And it kind of ties in with uh, this topic that I want to talk about. I saw this topic and became fascinated with it. It's about It talks about the mistreatment of inmates in prison. So I read this article on this gentleman, and uh, his name is Lee Hall. And someone's going to have to guide, lead Lee Hall, mm-hmm. to the electric chair on Thursday, which is... Today, yeah, and uh, the state of Tennessee plans to execute him for murdering his estranged girlfriend nearly three decades ago. Uh, The 53 year old man is functionally blind. The predictable result, his attorney says, of the department or the state of Department of Corrections' years long refusal to treat the glaucoma he developed behind his. Eyes. so yeah. he got glaucoma they never to treat it in prison and now he's blind so yeah. in order to get executed they're going to have to guide him to the electric chair yeah um lawyers are uh being they're saying that he is more sensitive to pain uh and it's uh, inhumane for us to give him the chair or prison for h- us to give him the chair uh because he is more sensitive than the common person because of his condition and says it makes him very vulnerable um what this gentleman did this lee hall was he had an argument with his girlfriend and he got mad at her lit a paper towel and threw it in the gas tank with her still sitting in the car wow and, well, uh, well actually no he he lit the paper towel uh-huh. full of gas and uh threw it on her threw it on her not the gas tank he he lit the paper towel so something senseless. He he poured gasoline on a paper towel, lit it with fire, and threw it on her. She had 90% burns all over her body. Some doctor says it was the worst thing they'd ever seen in their entire careers. Now think about that. A doctor saying, old doctor saying this is one of the worst conditions that they've ever seen anybody in. Oh, I,
0: I can only imagine what, you know, 90% burn would. I, I, I can't fathom how much pain she was in. Well, she
1: died the very next day. Uh, so, since then, uh, this this guy, um, he said that he uh, was deeply sorry. He didn't mean to do it. It was just an act of rage, and it was an accident. And uh, he cried unconsolably on the stand when he found out the conditions of her, of the damage that he did to her. But the point of this whole entire article, the, the reason that I bring it up is... Do you think? Do you agree with them with the prison not treating his glaucoma condition?
0: No, I don't. I don't agree with that. I feel like as a human being, we should have access to medical care. I feel like we should have access to. Uh, all the basic essentials, food, shelter, food, you know, water, things like that. Um, now, as far as going and saying, you know, he's more sensitive to pain because of the glaucoma, now, come on, like, you're stretching it a little bit. There are uh, countless countless Americans that live with glaucoma. I am checked yearly for glaucoma. So, you know, I, I think that using that as an excuse as to, uh, I guess, Probably push back his execution date. I mm-mm, no.
1: So Tracy's parents, the victim who died, uh, the parents said so that when the juice is going through his arm, he won't even know when it's going to hit, and he has to suffer while he sits there and wonders. The longer, the better. Tracy had to suffer, and now he needs to suffer. So put yourself in these parents' shoes. You know, uh, I, and and let me just say this. I think that if this was my family member I, w- I would want them to suffer too right yeah. I-, I would not want them to be treated nicely in prison so they pres- I don't I don't uh, I understand yeah what the parents wanting them to suffer I understand that but as far as people being mistreated in prison I think that's inhumane and we're not an inhumane society no we're not animals we're human beings we need to be treated like human beings in prison. There's going to be a God that judges them at the end of this life anyway. And uh, we need to, in our prison system, we don't need to abuse prisoners. We need to, if they are thirsty, give them something to drink. If they're hungry, give them something to eat. Uh, If they need to take a shower, let them take a shower. Give them access to that. If they need to use the bathroom, let them use the bathroom. Don't treat them like animals, even though they deserve it. Even though they deserve it, we as a society, we cannot treat... Well, people like animals.
0: It's not our place. It's not. Our place is to carry out justice because we ha- we have to have justice to, I mean, honestly, to survive, to function, you know, normally. You know, if we did not have justice, then it would just be, you know, chaos. It would be madness. Yeah. So I do very much agree with you on we've got to treat pe- their people. At the, at the end of the day, they're still people. What I don't agree with is they now have access to communicate with family members. Constantly, I'm not talking that once-a-week visit. I'm talking daily.
1: Yeah, and it don't need to be over the top. It don't need to be giving them flat-screen plasma TVs. And
0: iPads to, to be able to FaceTime home. Yeah, and yeah, Like, we need to draw a line. Yeah. But there needs to be lines drawn on both spectrums. We can't over-treat and we can't under-treat.
1: Exactly. Like, I, I've seen stories of people who have went to court and they stunk of feces because... They, had, they used the bathroom on themselves because prison guards wouldn't let them use the bathroom. Yeah. Or, or they stunk because the prison guards wouldn't allow them to take a shower. Or a lot of women who have women problems. Uh,
0: I've actually read a lot about women not having access to feminine hygiene products. Right.
1: Women who have, that need those yep. products, they're not getting access to those.
0: Again, there has to be lines drawn on both ends of that spectrum. We yeah. can't over-treat these people, and we can't under them. Because at the end of the day, we all know, I just like you know, I know, we know if we go out and we commit a crime, there's going to be a punishment. Yeah. So just
1: always keep that in mind. Absolutely. All right, Amber, before we go, I, I know that you're a big fan of Adam Banks, and you watch me on Midday <laughs> Kentucky, ABC 36 at 1230. Did you see the latest episode where I was talking about the controversial ad on the Peloton bike? I did. The Peloton bike, ladies and gentlemen, if you haven't heard, there's this ad going around about a Peloton bike. And it's a bike... A bicycle, a workout yeah, bicycle. Yeah, it's a workout bike. And there's an advertisement going around. It's a Christmas ad. And this girl is asking her husband or her boyfriend. No,
0: she's tracking her She's tracking her weight loss. That's what she's doing. She's showing the journey that she's starting to take using this bike. That he got her for Christmas. That he right. got her for Christmas. Yeah, that he got her for Christmas. But and keep the, in mind, guys, it's a $2,400 bike. It's a $2,400 bike, right. If anybody got
1: you anything $2,400, would you like it?
0: I would. I, Wiley, I would love
1: it. <laughs> But she got this bike, and now the controversy is that they're trying to say that it's sexist, that it's just another commercial out there causing low self-esteem for women, thinking they have to look nice for their man. And on Midday Kentucky, I said it was because of her perpetual sad eyebrows. And there was an article that was just released, yeah. Amber, that you read that the actress herself confirmed herself that. Herself
0: confirmed that. So
1: I, I truly do. I think that we're looking too deep into uh, her. We are. We're... Her expressions on her face because of they said that people were saying, oh, she looks scared to death. She looks terrified of her, of her boyfriend and what he's going to think of her. No, that's just how her face looks. I know a lot of people who have that, what do they call that, that B R. F, they call it the.
0: Oh, RBF. Is it RB? oh, RBF? RBF. Yeah. Yes. I had to resting, think for a resting
1: blank face. Yeah. Except it's not blank. Yeah. Fill in the blank.
0: I just... Wait, wait.
1: <laughs> Fill in the blank. But people can't help what their face looks like sometimes. And no. that's why that actress... She couldn't help that she looked scared.
0: I, dude, we're, we're having so many problems right now with this cancel culture. Like, people are going to be like, all of a sudden, we don't need exercise bikes anymore because this woman looked like she was being... Literally, some of the article or like some of the comments that I read, it looked like, is her husband beating her into to riding this bicycle? No. Well, just
1: like I said on Midday Kentucky, I think that... I, my timeline, my Facebook timeline, I'm seeing a lot of girls posting this bike, tagging their husbands in the post, asking for this gift for Christmas. So yes. they're not offended by it. No. This society, man, they get offended cancel, by... We're in that cancel culture. They get offended by so, so much. I'm sure I've offended somebody already today. Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure I have as well. Mm. It is what it is, though. Mm-hmm. All right, ladies and gentlemen... I want to thank everybody for listening to another episode of Off the Cuff. You can check out all of our archives by subscribing to our iTunes, Spotify, or YouTube channel. Check us out every Thursday from 4 to 5 on WLXU 93.9. If you haven't downloaded the WLXU app yet, do that so you can listen to us live if you're out of the Lexington, Kentucky area. Next week, we have our Christmas slash New Year show. It's going to be like the Oprah Winfrey show in here next week. There's going to be prizes given away. There's going to be prizes given away. No cars.
0: I mean, I could buy some Hot Wheels. It's going
1: to be a good time. It's going to be, I'm going to call it Adam's Big Giveaway next year. Just Adam's, you know how Oprah has her big giveaway next week is going to be Adam's Big Giveaway on Off the Cuff. So you don't want to miss it. Ladies and gentlemen, have a great week. That is Ember Turner. I'm Adam Banks. And this is Off the Cuff. We'll see you later. <laughs>
0: So we'll stay right together with ya